it's a very important subject and I think some everybody will have different pieces to add to this conversation because all of us are coming from it from um from different places. So Raven, you were about to um hold on, I think is he in it? Okay, he's in it. Okay. Everybody in here? We good? We good? We good? I think we're good. All right, hold up. Before before we get into this, um, I told both y'all this privately. I said it out in public, so I don't mind saying this. I don't necessarily like talking about my dreams, but I had a dream last strong with both of them in it. Um, I'll, I'll say it to the family, then we'll get into the today's main subject. So um, my good brother, Meaty, told me that uh, one of his... Hello, hello. We good? Okay. One of my brother, uh, one of my my good brother Hamidi's dream is to sell out Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? So I had a dream that uh, he was standing to my left, I was in the middle, and Raven was sitting down. And I don't know what we were talking about. I don't know. The only part of the dream I remember is Hamidi is looking up at the sky, and he is fixed on the sky. He is just whatever is in the sky. He is just deadlocked on it. So then I happen to look, and then I see it, and I'm just tapping Raven, like, yo, Raven, look, 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 look. She happens to look up in the sky, and then when we all look in the sky, there is a, sh- at first, the ship is, is cloaked, but then the ship reveals itself, and it is a big-ass mothership, and then I wake up. What that means, what that doesn't mean, I don't know, I'm not a dream interpreter, um, I have some ideas, but, um... It's 2022, supposedly, you know. <laughs> we got a lot of things going <laughs> Right, so, um, you know, hey, if anybody got some something to throw at the wall with that, maybe they might have a, I mean, it, to me, it feels kind of straight on the nose, but maybe there might be some other perspective. I mean, I think it's, I think it's pretty interesting that we're all three on the live right now and we have the dream, so maybe And no, I didn't plan this. I hit my brother immediately. I was like, yo, you wanna go live? And then I seen you were live. I seen you were live. And I know that you just have such gems of information. I was like, Raven would be great for this conversation. I'm like, leave her my sister. And so, you know, this was not pre-planned. This was very much just like, let me gather my peoples up. All right, let's sit down at the table. Let's, dis- let's discuss this potent subject. <laughs> So, um, Raven, um, let's set this up. Um, where, where, where do you feel like you love from? And like I said, this doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. This can be in any type of ship in your life. Where do you feel like, um, you love from? Yeah. So, um, what I was saying before was like my family, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is my family and how I grew up and, my, I have a big family. Like my grandma was one of uh, eleven, and so to my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so we we all kind of live. A lot of us live in the same area. Mm-hmm. Of like, you know, I've got my great aunts and uncles and cousins. And everybody's all kind of in the same space. And our family is real big on loving people where they're at. Like my grandmother used to always say, you know, just meet people where they're at. And like you, you 
you always just know when you're meeting people, you're meeting them where they're at. You're not meant to control them. You're not meant to turn them into anything. You're literally just welcoming these people into your space or not, depending on where they're at. So from that, I learned that, you know, you're never trying to change anyone. So I, I just always approach my life that way. Like, I'm meeting people, I'm genuinely figuring out who they are, and then deciding whether or not I want to welcome them into my space. Mm-hmm. And then if I am welcoming them into my space, at what capacity I'm in. And, you know, it used to be that I was, like, super, super open to anybody and everything, but then I had to learn boundaries, and I had to learn what that looks like. So in my journey of trying to learn boundaries, that was when I feel like my ego kind of came into play. Because I was trying to understand what I needed, and sometimes it came off as like, like I, I had to learn that. So there was mistakes along the way. Like sometimes it was an ego thing. Like sometimes it was me just being a brat. I have, so I can get that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know that was where I would say my ego came into play when I was trying to understand what boundaries, what my boundaries were, and what I needed and what I didn't need, and then learning how to ask for what I need in a way rather than trying to manipulate people into giving me what I needed. And a lot of the stuff I was just unaware of doing, what I was doing, but it all came back to people where they're at mm-hmm. and understanding what you need and what you don't need. So that would be my answer to that question. I feel like that's where my love comes from. Thank you. Ooh, if, I, if I have my soundboard, I hit it with things. So right now we're gonna, we're gonna hit you. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna hit you with some coach. Snap. We're gonna hit you with some coach. <laughs> my good brother, immediately. Um, where do you feel like you love from? And any type of, you know, any type of ship in your life? Where do you, where do you feel like um, the majority of your love comes from? I feel like one of the things that Raven is saying is what I want to go down on mm-hmm. is Raven mentioned meeting people where they're at and what triggered what that triggered in me mm-hmm. is my love is through understanding mm. so my way of my way of love is is trying to understand you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and authentically attuning my expression through that understanding if that makes sense mm-hmm. so I don't want to change myself and, and completely mold to the person like I'm just going to be whatever you want me to be or whatever but me having a greater understanding of you in terms of the the, the life situations that you've been through your relationship with your mom your relationship with your dad your childhood upbringing the, the way you live your culture me being able to understand that can help me to tap into whatever dimension of my multi-dimensional being is best able to authentically attune to that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it does make sense. Mm. Mm. Y'all see why? Y'all see why I chose the guest that I did, right? <laughs> now, now, now y'all see why I chose the guest. That I, did. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I love both of those answers. Um, uh, well, Richie, where do you feel like you love it? But um, um, honestly, this is gonna come to a surprise for some people but it wasn't until I met a certain young lady um, that Raven knows that I was very much loving from a place of pure ego it was pure ego it was pure ego I was loving from a place of well 
I'm giving you my time. I'm giving you my energy. So I'm entitled to this. I'm giving you, you know, we're sleeping together. So I'm entitled to this amount of time. I can do this. I can do that. I met a young woman and I just met her under just the most innocent circumstances. And I realized that if I'm going to keep this young woman in my life in the way that I would like for her to show up for me, I cannot love her that way because she is going to just, no, she's immediately just like, nope, nope, not for me, not for me. And I had to realize that I don't possess anybody. I don't control anybody, nor should I even try to. So... I can say from that, from last year to now, it's definitely balanced out from a, from a place where it was really just pure ego. And now I'm really, um, just like my good brother Hamidi said, I'm really learning to understand, to love people where they're at. You know what I'm saying? I had my spiritual awakening in 2012. That's 10 years ago. Some people are just having their spiritual awakening. And so... Sometimes I would be a little bit too So I had to step back and realize Yo, this is where they're at in the journey And this is how I can help them in the journey So this is where I'm going to come from So I feel like now I'm at a place of like 60-40 where I'm coming from a place of Pure love and you know I still got some work to do Um, There are some parts of me that the love is from ego And I'd be sitting here lying if I said If it wasn't so I'm going to go ahead and just Call it out and say some of my love is from an ego place But I'm working on it but I would say it's important, though. Like, I think there's been this whole wave of, like, kill the ego, kill the ego, kill the ego. But without ego, there's no individuality. So that's important, you know? So, like, you just made me realize, like, me necessarily including my ego and my balance is really, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. And, and the thing is, like, good and bad is relative. What I think is good may be bad is somebody else. So, like, that's important to be mindful of, too. Like, I, so, okay, in my birth chart, I have Venus and the Sun in my first house. Mm. So the ego for people. Wait, hold up, hold up, Raven, Raven, hold up, Raven. Before you continue, I want to, for people that are listening to this that may not know what your first house is, could you give like an example so people can be able to put it in context? Now, I, you know what it is? You know, I, I, I've been around family a lot, and a lot they've been telling me that they've been listening to the podcast, and they've been t- a lot of things go over their head. So I want to try to just be okay. able to, you know, group them in. Okay. Well, I will, I'll give what I, my understanding, and then I'll let Hamidi give his understanding, because I think, you know, I'm not the expert, but I know a little bit. So I know, okay, how I would explain the house is like, the, there's planets, okay, you have a birth chart. The birth chart tells you because this you know, all of the planets when you were in certain zodiac signs, they're also in certain houses. And depending on what house it's in, is how it's highlighted and how your energy expressed. And the first house is all about the ego. So because I have the sun and Venus in the first house, my ego is expressed through like that first like that's the first thing you're gonna see about me is my, my ego and then venus is the planet of love and harmony and it's in badge so it's a very like loving free-spirited very like happy charming expansive kind of energy so my ego is something that people are going to but i always have to keep check so that's why i've had to learn that the ego is important but you just gotta make sure it's not overbearing so that would be my explanation of like the houses and 
astrology and kind of how it plays out. But like I said, I think Hamidi, he's had a lot more practice. recently it's always been around but recently there has been like a huge uptake in poly relationships and polyamorous relationships now um hmm, that is a very uh whew, that's, a, that's a that's a weighted that's a, that's a weighted thing um I, I think in that that is a really good example of love from an ego place and love from a pure place um do you do any of you know anybody that's in a poly relationship? Yes, yes. I actually have a lot to say about it. <laughs> I have so much to say. Okay, I'm gonna try to make it as concise as possible. What I learned about poly relationships is it exposed a lot of the things that monogamous relationships swept under the rug. Mm. So I think that's what's so important about it because there's a lot of conversations I think that were had because of this new conversation about poly that monogamous relationships would benefit tremendously from because I kind of I've never been in a poly relationship but there have been people who I have um, dated if you will that are poly and when that came up I, I allowed myself to kind of explore what that would look like for me if it was something that I could consider and I've I've done I'm more monogamous I have tendencies because I have a lot of heavy Sagittarius in my chart so it was seen that I'm more polyamorous because I can love really right right I get it oh no she falls on I, I've learned that I'm more um, I can give people love not I'm sorry I don't okay cool I learned that I'm more monogamous because I, I want it to be a centered thing between me and my partner and like if we're building a family having children like I want it to be us focused on each other because I feel like for me it, it that's what brings me the most life but in terms of like learning people and relationships like I have a lot of amazing men in my life who I've had various types of relationships with 
to shut it down because I'm in a relationship. Right. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to be like building a family with them or sexually active with them or whatever the case may be. There's just certain things that I would reserve for a monogamous relationship. But that doesn't mean that I won't have love for or give love to or love on these other men in my life who have been so amazing to me. So I think what happened with me learning about poly was it, it helped me to define my boundaries in relationships and what that would look like as an individual specific to me. Because I think that it can vary depending on the individual, but because we've been in such a monogamous thing, people haven't had these real conversations about how deep their boundaries go or what they really like and need. So, yeah, that's kind of obvious. The whole poly and loving thing. I think it opened up the conversations that needed to be had. So do you think with that, with, with that, with it opening up things like that, do you think that allowed for more room for pure love or, or having those multiple energies in there, you know, and a lot of that sexual energy, do you think it moved from a place of ego? I think both. Mm. I think both because there are people who, first of all, this whole conversation about poly, I, like, I think there have been people, I've never seen religious relationships, my whole family has been monogamous. So, however that works, you know, in a in a logical sense or whatever, I think there's a lot of conversations around that. Like, if it's a poly situation, is it the man's care? Oh, no. If it's a poly, just like body should and it's not just the man taking care of the women like do the women come together to help to serve everybody and like there's so many different ways that it can look um and so i think for some people yeah it was a pure ego thing because i've seen that where men just want sex with most of the women and the women are completely miserable and they're just taking from the women but then i've also seen situations where it is a group effort and like the women don't care being the breadwinners they bring in the money but the man is the man for protection for uh, access, for different things that a man brings, security, you know. Um, but like I said, I think it's just relative and very circumstantial to whatever the situation is, because mm. it can be both. And I think that's just the realm that we live in of polarity. Like there's a spectrum in everything, so it really just depends on the circumstances. It really depends on who you are and what you got. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't a monogamous relationship start or stem from a monogamous relationship? Because I feel like. I feel like there's going to be a lot of instability if people's like people are going to get a group of people who just instead of like right. okay cool let's add a person and then you know right right that's right. a good point uh, I definitely think in that space it, it, you will you open the door you open a door for both. I mean, you know, we're living a, a, a dualistic world, so there's both. But I, I think in that, if if it's if it's built on the right intentions, I think you really allow the flow for that pure love to really come in and resonate. But I think there's a very fine line. I think it's a very fine line that it could. It's very easy if you're not careful, if you're not constantly diligently on it, you allow this avalanche of ego love. To come in there, you know, other people's opinions. Um, you know, there might be some slight kind of insecurities, you know, whether it's multiple women, multiple men, you know, is this person pleasing me better than this other person? Oh, I seen, oh, she screamed harder when you know what I'm saying? There's just all these little these these little intricate things that might start to kind of slowly crack the foundation. So um I definitely think in those situations you really gotta be 
centered in yourself to be able to come to the table with everybody else because that is such an easy place to let the ego just to just run wild and all that good stuff. So yeah. most definitely, most definitely. Um, yeah, but some would argue that a lot of people are in poly relationships without realizing it too, though. So you got to think about that. <laughs> a lot of. So, I mean, Wait, hold on, Rick. Can you say that one more time? Can you say that one more time? Right. 
we in, the, we, we in the middle of the summer. Some people think, oh no, summertime is the time for me to be single and do my thing. And da, 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 da. Um, if I'm correct, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, cancer is transiting Venus, or is it the other way around? Yeah, cancer's in Venus right now, and I'm feeling every Venus is in cancer. Okay. How? Yeah. Amita, can you give us um kind of a broad perspective of how that can affect um relationships? I know you actually did do a short video that you mean you were speaking um, on DMs, but you did do a video about getting loved on during this time. So people that may have missed that, can you can can you give them a, a brief synopsis of what of, of what you should be taking advantage of during this time? Yes, Okay, go. I got it now. Um, so when I was the first initial question, I was asked, you know, um, pure love or love from a place of ego. Um, I I mentioned a person that helped me make that transition. I don't even know if she knows that. I'll, I'll text her that later. But um, did you have either of you found yourselves in that situation where it's just like you found somebody or you met somebody and it made you change your perspective on how you wanted to, you know, love them because you knew, like Raven said, you're gonna make some you're gonna run somebody away. So have either of you found somebody that has made you like, alright, I gotta change this up or I'm gonna end up pushing him out the way. I'm gonna end up pushing her out the way. Yes. Um yeah. ladies first, go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Mrs. Lady. <laughs> Like every single one of them regarding love and how to love and 
what love looks like to me, how the love I receive from my parents affected how I love people, or how I expect the love to get love from people. All those things came up, and that was when I found God. It was that was when I found God. And they say God is love. I get that because most people find God after a serious heartbreak. Okay, after a serious heartbreak, people find God. Yo. <laughs> It was the patterns. It, it was it was the patterns of just like I noticed the that, huh? I said the cycles. Right, right. I, I noticed that my relationships were kind of end similarly, and I just started to look at it like why do they always kind of end like in the same way? They start off the same, they take all the same beats, and it was just like, all right, something got to change. I'm the common denominator in all this, so <laughs> clearly something I'm doing. <laughs> Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I really had to get my shit together. Um, I've been in New York for like the last month and a half. And I realized, being up here, I am not as healed as I thought I was. I'm not. I'm not as healed as I thought I was. Um, certain shit really still pisses me off. Um, it. I don't want to say, well, I pat myself on the shoulder. I never let it, I've not let anything get me out of character. I'm not yelling, I'm not screaming, we're all hooking all up, but it's definitely pissed me off. It's definitely made me raise my voice a little bit. It's maybe made me a little hot in a in a safe room, root area, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a little hot down here, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I say all that to say, I've definitely realized through um, through ships. I'm gonna just speak on specific, you know romantic um, relationships with all that. Um, that I think romantic um, 
you know, situations, relationships, whatever you want to call it, it definitely helps you recognize um, where you're loving from and how much healing that you that you have to that you, that you have to do. Um, and that that's hit me like a ton of that's hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like it because I feel like the getting into romantic relationships requires so much vulnerability that that's when it kind of opens you up to yourself. And it's like, oh shit, this reminds me of this situation, or you know, the connection with my mom, or the connection with this person, or that. And it's like, but being able. I think for me as well as being able to be present in those situations, peace, peace, and, hey, and look. Hamidi, <laughs> Lana, Lana, Hamidi, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to cut you now, I just want to introduce everybody. So, yeah, I think, I think for me it was looking back in those situations and I think all of, all of the biggest regrets that I had, like, over, like overall theme in terms of my past relationships was a lack of presence. So... Lack of presence. Can you can you what do you what, can you elaborate on that? Lack, lack of presence. What do you mean by a lack of presence? Yeah. So what I mean is, so say for example, you say for example you're in a connection with a, with a person, a romantic partner, mm-hmm. and something triggers you, but that trigger just takes you way out of the present moment. So you know what I'm saying? Now you're in the past, and ah oh, shit, this is happening again. You can't even see the person anymore because you just want to put your head in the delusions of the past and, and the future. Mm-hmm. And then you look back and you think, hold on, I was never actually in this connection in the present moment. I was always like in the past of what happened or in the future of what could happen or what I'm planning or I'm done. That's it. I'm, I, you talking? All right. You exposing my secrets. I'm done. I, I'm done. <laughs> Hit me in a heart space. Ooh, hit me in a heart space. Like, I was never there. Ooh, ooh. So, welcome to the panel, um, lovely Lana. What's going on, Lana? How you feeling, love? Lana, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling amazing. So, I seen you've been tapping with us, but I'm gonna, you know, just, just, you know, for everybody. Um, I, I met Lana last year. Um, in Miami, and we've stayed connected since then. She does yoga. She does. Can you tell me the exact type of therapy that you do? Because I don't want to misquote it. Um, so I do hypnotherapy, Reiki, mindset, EFT tapping. Come on now. Ooh, come on now. Come on. Tap, tap in, tap, tap. You see the people I'm bringing on here? You see all this value that I'm bringing on? Y'all better tap, tap, tap in with them. All of them. You know what I'm saying? I tap in with all of them. You know what I'm saying? But, um, um, so, as I, as I asked them before, um, in any type of shit, friendship, romantic shit, business shit, where do you feel like um, your love comes from? Do you feel like it's coming from a place of ego or do you feel like it's coming from a place of like just, you know, pure love? Mm. Well, I would love to believe that it comes from a place of pure love, but also the ego creates delusions and illusions. So, you know, <laughs> so are you really loving from that place of love, or are you loving from a place how you would like to be loved? Mm. 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 That, well, I'm, I'm, 
Can you, Wanda, can you keep... Most of the time, you're giving people what you want mm. instead of asking for what you want and asking them what they want. Ooh. Ooh. Can, can, you, can you just say that one more again? Can you just say one, one, one more time? One more time. One more time. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, you're giving people what you want. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, are you, are you loving people? You know, are you giving love truly or are you loving people how you want to be loved? Because um, that was what I recognized where I failed in relationships with friends. They would call me with problems, and I had solutions. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want that. And so what I wanted as the friend that always had the solutions was a friend with solutions. They just want the friend with the mm. You know? It's like, who's the Superman for Superman? Who's the Jesus for Jesus? It's like, you know, who's, who's stooping down and, and helping you out? And it's you. You restore yourself. You save yourself. Right. And so sometimes you wish you could call it a friend and chat with them they have profound advice and right. a lot of times they didn't i was their guru mm. <laughs> most mm. times you know i was their teacher you know i was their mentor i was that guidance and mm-hmm. you know a lot of relationships are karmic experiences because you're meant to be a gift in this person's life and they're a gift in your life it might be a past present or a potential future version of you and so forth this person linking with you they're helping you grow and learn in many ways and so they're teaching you about yourself or reminding you about yourself showing you your growth or maybe something you forgot helping you become more humble or helping you you know step it up a notch in your confidence mm. did you ha- did you have an experience where you met um where you met someone and you realized that I want to roar this the right way. Um, we were speaking earlier. I, 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 I met a young lady, right? And I realized the way I was going about love, if I loved her that way, she's going to run away from me. So have you ever been in a situation with a young man where it's just like, yo, if I go about this this way, he's going to just kind of... Mm, 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 mm. No, not really. I, I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. And what I did was, once I read about love, like... So I loved others so that they feel full, and I loved myself so that I Because what really needed to happen was what attracts another person to you. If you being so happy, and then you get the next to this person, and you see them less happy, and then you want them to be happy, so you start focusing more on their happiness instead of your happiness, and they're like, I want you to be you, and you're like, I want you to be happy. So kind of you're pouring more out and then instead of pouring more in mm. and so then that person is like not the person that I met not the person I originally had fell in love with it's because they're outwardly focused on that person's joy mm-hmm. and bliss instead of their own so a lot of times in relationships when I met a man um, I felt like I was too much for him and he felt intimidated by you know my spiritual um, you know my spiritual practices and uh, intelligence and wisdom in my walk mm-hmm. he felt like he wasn't enough so a lot of times I wouldn't I wouldn't max it out because I noticed I was too much and yeah I'm pouring into you because I know that I can help elevate you but you have to want to elevate yourself mm. so that's what I got I got books if you want to read them I got this video if you want it I got this if you want it mm-hmm. and if it continues them not wanting and they don't want to evolve I have to leave because yes, I am more evolved 
Mm-hmm. And if your partner is not helping you evolve, then they're keeping you stagnant. So you kind of have to separate. Mm. Mm. Woo. Um. You know, we're speaking a lot about loving from a pure place and loving from a place of ego. And Raven touched on this earlier, and I want to speak on this again. Um, and Hamidi spoke on this too. Ego is not always a bad thing. Um, and ego can be used for your advantage. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I like to compete. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. So, you know, if I'm at the, you know, me and Hamidi is working out. And, you know, Hamidi is banging out like 25 more pull-ups to me. My ego is going to be like, all right, well, I want to be able to keep up with my brother. Now, to me, I view that as a good thing because I'm not going to hurt myself in trying to keep up with him. But he's pushing me like, all right, here's my limit. Here's where he's at. All right, I'm going to push myself past my limit. So I feel like in that aspect, um, ego is a good thing. Have you been, and this is the floor is open to anybody who ever wants to take this first. Have you ever been in a relationship situation in a romantic type of energy with a person where ego has worked in your favor that's a great question damn I'm I'm asking y'all I don't even think there's a situation where ego worked in my favor (laughs) shit Thank you, my good man. Uh, ladies, have there ever been a situation where your ego has um, worked for your benefit? Oh no, Raven, we can't hear you. Uh, yeah, you Can you hear me now? Yes, 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 we can hear you. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be where I would say, like, my ego has been beneficial. 
How about you, Lana? You have any a situation where your ego worked for your benefit? Um, I can definitely say yes, and I actually prefer that. Um, I like a man that makes me want to be disciplined and organized, like keeps me wanting to aspire to be better, to maintain, like you know. Okay, he he's all chiseled. I gotta make sure that I'm staying in the gym. Okay, he has a business and he's waking up at eight a.m. I got a business too, so I need to be, you know, what I'm saying I need to be make sure that I'm up with that. He's organized. He's taking care of this. He's meditating. You know, okay, I'm, I'm meditating too because I need to be able to match this this level here. Right, you know? right, right, right. It's like I, I love. I actually love that because it, it helps me. Um, it helps me stay at that homeostasis as well. If mm-hmm. they're constantly moving, doing certain things, it inspires me to do that. Especially, you know, what I'm saying when your man look good and you like, mm, mm, I gotta, I gotta keep up with this. Yeah, I'm not challenge. Um, Did y'all see that comment down v- there? Yeah, I'm about to read it. V- um, vegan eating. I think that's the name. Vegan, vegan ting, vegan ting, vegan ting, vegan ting. With unevolved humans, you have to pull the ego. You have to pull out the ego a bit. With evolved light minds, you can be calm and come from the place of and come from a place of a more vulnerable space. Absolutely. Um, yes. A- absolutely. That that is yeah. That is. Um, if you missed it earlier, I was talking about a young lady that I met, and I realized if I going about it this way, she's gonna just back away and run away from me. But if I change my approach in it, i.e., change my change myself, but for my benefit as well, not just to serve her for for to be, become an overall better person. Um, yeah, so definitely, definitely, and, and 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 saying that that made me move into more of a, of a vulnerable space because I realized, all right, maybe you're leaning a little bit too hard on your masculine. You know, I had some of that feminine energy in there, and then it naturally started to, you know, balance itself out. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely, thank you, vegan team. So what about so what about you, Rich? You you had a relationship where egos were to your benefit. Um. Definitely, it runs on the uh, on the same lines uh, that Lana was speaking of. Uh, uh, I was dealing with a young lady, and you know, I, I like to consider myself to be in good shape. But like, she was like, she was on it, you know, getting up, meditating, yoga, working out, doing this, getting to her shit, and it's just like, I mean, I'm on it, but. Alright, let me pull up these pants. Hold up now. Hold up, hold up these sleeves. Hold up now. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me get to it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely in the lines of that. You know, when you see your partner moving in a way, you just like, well, not that I'm competing with them, but like, I just want, I, I just don't want it to get to a point where it's just like they're kind of looking at me like, when I met you, weren't, didn't you have like six pack and like, weren't you like chest out? Now you like, he didn't got the couch stomach, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he didn't got comfortable. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I definitely like to, you know, and like, and as you were saying, when I go out along with the ladies, look, when I go out, listen, I want the ladies looking at me like, oh, marvel in this chocolateness, marvel in this chocolateness. 
But no, I'm going. You see, you see this little lady right here. I'm with her. I'm, I'm, I'm going to her purse at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? I'm with her. But you can look. You can look, look, look. Ah, 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 ah. I'm going with her though. I'm, I'm with her. I'm with her. I'm with her. <laughs> so that part. That part. That part. That part. <laughs> um, is IG okay? Good. IG live. Usually they be playing games. They be trying. They be trying to. They be trying to. They be trying to cut me. Um, I want to shout out to the chat. Thank you, to everybody. That's. That's that's tapping in. I really appreciate y'all. If y'all have any questions for anybody on the panel, please um, don't hesitate to um, you know say what you gotta say. Like I said, this is an open conversation. This is a conversation I'm going to be having with different guests across time because this is something that some people always have um, opinions and perspectives to 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 add onto this. Um, Okay, well, I asked before where ego worked for you. Can you recall a time, you know, we're talking about um, love from a pure space and love from an ego space. Can you recall a time when you were giving somebody um, genuine love and they just weren't, they just weren't receptive of it? And from that, from, from, from them not being receptive of it, what was the lesson that you learned from it? Understanding each other first, you have to know their piece. Yeah, I, I definitely, um, definitely, definitely can agree. We had a question from Raya Williams. She asked, "Can you speak to stepping into more of your spiritual gifts after your awakening? What did you learn about yourself?" Um, the floor is open. Whoever wants to take that question, go ahead. Stepping into your, what's the question? Stepping into your spiritual gifts after your awakening. Yeah. She said, can you speak to stepping more into your spiritual gifts after your awakening? 
what did you learn about yourself? Um, I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, for me, it happens very synchronistically, but I suppose that's how the universe is doing shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, my cousin, after having, after having two businesses fail, and seeing, then just sitting in a dark space of just not knowing what the fuck I'm gonna do next, because I ain't going back to no job, but, <laughs> but, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing next. So it's just like, I don't wanna disrespect the job, I just understand myself very well, so I just know that that's not what I'm gonna do. Right, right, So right. I'm just looking there thinking, what the, what the fuck do I do? And my cousin told me, yo, I astrology. I'm like, what the fuck do I know about astrology? Whichever one of you uh, wants to take the question. Do you, do you want me to read the question again? Um. Look, she asks, can you speak to stepping more... Can you speak to stepping into more of your spiritual gifts after your awakening? What did you learn about yourself? For me, um, I definitely learned to trust myself. And I learned more about my intuition as my gut. I call my intuition uh, my God, right? It leads me, it speaks to me, protects me. So realizing that no matter what, in any situation, all I had to do was just be calm for whatever it was that I was desiring or needing, and it would come, and that was magical in itself. Like, mm. just don't even stress, and don't even, like, don't beg, like, and, and I was raised in a Christian household, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that that we were taught is basically, you know, a prayer was like begging, hoping and wishing and, you know, please let it come. This is really what I need. You know, like, uh, I really wish. It's like a wish. A wish. And I heard someone say the other day, a wish is like, it's like wish. It's like air. It's like, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> like right. right. And so now, when I got back into it, I realized I've been praying all my life every time I said I wanted something, and I just let it go, and then it came. That was a prayer, and so mm. I really realized trusting myself and realizing how powerful I was. Like That was the biggest gift that I got in um, in my awakening process, just that overcoming, you know, depression, anxiety really was at the seat of that was knowing that my gut would always lead me and I didn't have to worry like, right. I was restoring that peace mm. 
I love that. Um, Raven, before you answer, um, we got about 60 seconds left. Um, are y'all okay to do like 15 more minutes? Y'all good? Everybody good? Okay, so um, yeah, we got about like 40 more seconds on the live, family. So listen, I'm going to end the live. Um, and then we're going to come right back on. We're going to tap in for like another 15, 20 minutes, answer some more questions. And then I, I actually got to get up out of here. But, um, but um, yeah, family, come right back. We are literally coming right back. Um, see y'all in a second. Podcast family, what's going on? You know, in the and boom, here we go for part two of where does your love come from? As we left off last time, family, um, you know, we're speaking. Where does your love come? Is, is your love coming from a, a place of this controlling, contrived ego, or is your place coming from? Is your love coming from a place of um? pureness of uh just really wanting to see somebody grow and y'all separate paths can you know intertwine together you know what i'm saying i think that's a what you mean he's unable to join ig cut the bullshit i cut all right ig cut the... all right come on IG. oh no lana's pause come on come on ig come on with the come on with the shenanigans okay we all right i'm on the time schedule okay <laughs> Right, right, right. But um, I, I, I think this is a very important conversation to have. Um, right, it's, it's, it's ain't out here, man. You ain't out here. We got Lana, Lana, Bill. We got Lana. Right. Kind of, she was like, pause for a second. Yeah, she's the screen. All I see is Lana just smiling. All I see is just right. <laughs> it's the big old cheese. <laughs> But um, yes, we left off with you, Raven. Um, this is horrible. The question that we asked: spiritual, uh, spiritual gifts. gifts. Yes. What did you learn about yourself after your awakening? That's yes. What it was. yes. 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 Um, yes. Yes. So my answer to that is, I learned how to practice my spiritual gifts because I was forced to use them. Hmm.
I just was forced to use my gifts because mm. nothing else was working anymore. So were you were you aware of your gifts before, but you didn't have the faith in them being able to be the nourishment? But then the fact that the old stuff weren't working is like now you have to have faith in them. A hundred percent. And then that made me discover new ones. You know. No. Like it was like there was some that were kind of sitting there, and I just kind of pushed them to the back burner, and I was like, oh, that's because you know, oh, that's weird, oh, that's different, oh, that's not the way. That's, nah, it's your way, and you have to. And if you don't, you're gonna be miserable. <laughs> and so when I had to, when I tapped in with those, it was like, okay, so now that we got you where we want you, now you got this, 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 and this too. And it's like, oh my God, it's a whole new world. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Um, spiritual gifts after awakening. What did I learn about myself? Okay, well, uh, what I learned about myself um, from my spiritual gifts is uh, I really had to learn. This is going to sound kind of weird to some people but I really had to learn and I learned, excuse me, I learned to stop being afraid of myself um, I use references from cartoons and movies and like that so I can get people a visual because that's how I learn, I'm a visual learner so um, this might be pretty obscure for people but if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't <clears throat> there's a um, Cell Saga, Goku and Go. basically two powerful warriors are training one is a father, one is a son the father is realizing the potential that the son has. The son is afraid to let go of his potential because he's kind of afraid of letting go. When I realized my spiritual gifts, I realized I had to rip my own bandage off and be like, yo, I just gotta let it go. And however it comes, it's just gonna be my responsibility to just take it in, hone it in. All right, this is how, you know, this, this is gonna work right here, and put this right here, and put this right here, and put this right here, boom, and I'm good. Um, and I would say that came in a form of, um, of acting, honestly, um, that really came in a form of acting to some people. It's just a hobby and it's a cool way to make money. But the way I was taught, um, I'm a segue a little bit, um, for anybody who watches P Valley, if you know, uncle Clifford, um, uncle Clifford was my acting teacher. So, um, he taught us the spirituality of acting. He always brought it back to the roots of this is what your ancestors came from you know what i'm saying um he, he always brought an aspect so he always made it seem like these characters that we're portraying on stage we are speaking for everybody you know what i'm saying you you are you are the voice of the voiceless you are telling people stories who don't have the courage to come out and speak these stories for themselves so i say all that today i say all that to say is it really just helped me just rip off that band-aid and just and go at it just, 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 just full frontal. I mean, it, it made me stop being afraid of myself because I seen sparks of what I could do, but I'd be like, no, 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 I don't want to, no, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And then when I met him, which the world calls him Uncle Clifford, I call him Dad. He just like, yo, show your shit. Be you. Be you unapologetically. So, um, you know, to tie all this in. The person that you're seeing on P Valley is is very much an exaggerated version of him, but the essence that being very grounded, this is who I am, who are you? That is very much him in real life, and I feel like that is the greatest gift that um that he helped me unlock is the power of just being you unapologetically, not giving a fuck. 
fuck what other people think. Because he was always like that. I mean, he didn't have the nails and he didn't have the hairs, but this is a big black gay man in early 2000s where being homosexual was not as accepted as it was today, where you get your ass beat for being gay back in the day. And he was in the middle of it, pink sweater, this is me, this is me, and whoever like it, don't like it, and whoever like it, come on and join. You know, a lot of the people that I was in the theaters, not to not to dictate success on this, but they took their talents, and a lot of them are on TV doing commercials and what that. So, you know what I'm saying? Be you. I think that's what I'm, my long um, soliloquy, monologue, Shakespearean take on this. Be you. To that, to thy own self. Matter of fact, since we spoke, since I spoke of Shakespeare, I'm going to end it with a Shakespeare quote from Hamlet. Um, this above all else, to thine own self be true. Be true. Be true, family. And I think that also ties into the conversation we're talking about today of loving from a place of ego and loving from a pure space. Because if you are unapologetically you, it's going to be hard for you to love from a place of ego because you want to see people. Well, this is my interpretation. You want to see people grow. Um, I want to see people grow. And even if that growth comes at the expense of us being in a romantic relationship, I'm fine with that because I helped you grow. You helped me grow. I inspired you. You inspired me. And just because we ended it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just I'm going on this path. You're going on this path. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Leaving people better than without that. That part. Yeah. That part. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, there she goes. Um, so so I, I am gonna wrap this up in like the next 10 or so minutes, only because I gotta go. Um, but um, yeah, so you about to get up out of here, Raven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you so thank much you. for having me. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. So much love to everybody. Yes, I'm yes, on here right now. Yes, yes, thank I'm you, really Raven. Thank you so much. All much right. love, y'all. Yes, much love. Peace, peace. Lana, you, Lana, you with us, Lana? Lana, keep they, IG keep fronting on Lana. IG, cut the bullshit, man. Let, let, let her, her be great, okay? She's great. Let her be great. Stop hating on her greatness. You know My good brother, do you have any any last uh, words, comments, thoughts that you would like to say about loving from a place of ego and loving from a from a pure space? I mean, I feel as though it was interesting when we were speaking about the spiritual gift because with the spiritual gift, I feel like the the common lesson that they kept on coming through was that people found the spiritual gift and became more confident and had more faith in themselves. Yes. And we're coming in this Leo, coming into the Leo season, which is confidence and also the energy of acting. And also the spiritual gift of spirituality is energy of Pisces, which is the energy of faith. Mm-hmm. So both these energies kind of came in, and, and that that authenticity that they were speaking about, like the loving from that true space of, of authenticity, it really gets you the best kind of connections. It's scary because I feel as though all human beings have a fear of abandonment. Yes, so yes. we're feeling like, oh, well, if I be authentic and show them my true self, then maybe they, they might 
believe and if and if they leave my true self then it hurts more than if they leave the the, the character the character that I've got from a, a pure space and loving from a place of ego? Or, 
Oof. Right, 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 right. right. Oof. Right, right. Snap, 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 snap. That was. I was, uh, I, I love it though. I mean, it was heavy, but it, I mean, it needed to be said. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, like I said, family, um, I do have to get up out of here. This is a conversation that I am going to continue. Um, I see some people sent me some live, um, sent me some tap into this live. This conversation will continue. I promise. I promise. I promise you this conversation will continue. So if I, if you didn't get it on this live, you will get it on. I don't know how many parts there is, but I guarantee you, we're going to get everybody's opinion. Cause I want, I want married men, married women, poly, single, baby mamas, baby daddies, singles. I want everybody's opinion. I want your dog. Tell your dog. I can interpret dog. Tell him to, to bark into it. And I can interpret his opinion. <laughs> I want it all, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think uh, the last thoughts that I have about loving from a pure place and loving from a place of ego is um, we are all reflections of each other from a different perspective. Um, and what I've learned recently, in my, in what I've really learned recently, very, very, very recently, is um, it goes back to a lot of things that we said before, loving people from where they're at. And also... Um, my love has to come with a certain amount of I don't give a fuck. And what, let me elaborate. What I elaborate, what I mean by it is um, I've been home and um, some of my family, they may not understand how I live my life. So I know that they mean well from a good space. Like, hey, you should do this. You should do this. You should do that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I know that works for you. But this is me and my journey. That is not going to work for me. So um, there has to be a certain of. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, I care. I'm listening to you. I know that you mean well, but I don't, I can't because I can't let that infect what I got going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm on a whole different stream than y'all. You know what I'm saying? We in the same ocean, but I'm in a different stream. You know what I'm saying? So, um, um, I say all that to say that helped me realize goes back into loving people for where they're at and for where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for me, that's coming from a pure place. Like, I know they mean well. So I accept their love. Um, and from a place of ego, which I, I don't always think is a bad thing. I think when it comes to ego, when I think when it comes to love, you really have to have the, the good skill of discernment. Of, that's like picking your battles, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you want to insert the ego like, I, right, I, right, lady, I, right, I, right, come on, I, right, I, right, I. Right. And sometimes it's like, I right, fall back. This is not the time to use the ego. This ego is going to dig you in into a deeper hole than what you even initially wanted to. So I think it definitely comes with the balance and act on I, as in all things. Um, when to use the ego and when not to uh, use the, and when, and when not to use the ego. And, um, if you really don't know if you're moving from a place of love and moving from a place of ego, um, talk to one of your friends. Talk to like one of your authentic friends. Talk to one of your friends you know that's gonna give it to you straight, straight up. And I think they will be a good gauge of whether, cause they're gonna tell you exactly what you need to hear as opposed to kind of just like, um, not coddling you, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sugarcoating. But um, like I said, family, this is this is a continuous conversation. We are definitely gonna um, keep the ball rolling with this. Um, 
you know, uh, I want all different perspectives. So like I said, if I get you this time, I'm gonna definitely tap in with you this time. Lana, Hamidi, thank you for taking the time out your day to, to tap in with me on this live. Um, for anybody that didn't catch this, this has been recording as a podcast. And usually I release it the next day at 4.44, but I am about to uh, hop on a train and edit this right now. So this podcast will be out for myself. So I'm gonna put too much... This podcast will be at at 3.33 today. Um, Where do you love from? Part one and two. Um, Peace to my guests once again, Lana, Amidi. If there's any last closing remarks I want to lead the people with, go ahead. Matter of fact, please, hold up, hold up. Before we get up out of here, please tell the people where they can tap in with you at and tell them where they can find you at on IG, websites, all that good stuff. Go ahead. Plug yourselves. Go ahead. Plug yourselves. Catch me at Success Forever Astrology. Take us home, Lana. Oh no, IG fronting again. Come on, IG. Come on, IG. Come on, IG. What the fronting? Ting, 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 ting. We see you moving, Lana, but we. Yeah, yeah what is Lana? Oh, they got, they got, they got, they got Lana in slow motion. They got her in suspended animation right now. They got her in the Westworld view. If you watch Westworld, you understand that. Hold up, I heard a voice. Hold up. You there, Lana? Oh, good God. Oh, good God. But you know what, Lana? Here it is. I know you hear me. Is it Lady, lady in the Tree, is it? Yeah, Lady in the Tree. Um, yeah. Um, Lana, um, we spoke on a DM. We're we going to definitely, I'm going to tap in on your Tuesdays. we definitely going to go in live again. So, um, you know, yeah, you come on next time. Leave the closing remarks. But with that said, peace, love, light to the family. I thank everybody for tapping in. Um, this video is going to go up right now. The podcast about to go up right now. You know what I'm talking about? And, um, you know, have a prosperous, productive day. You know what I'm saying? No matter what that, what, however that looks like to you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody's expectations shadow on you. You know what I'm talking about? Um, remember, family, the value that you mirror in yourself will reflect on to others. Hold up, Lana, we got you? All right, I'm just dick-teasing us at this point, all right? <laughs> I'm just dick-teasing us at this point, all right? So I'm going to close it out. Um, Lana, I'm going to definitely DM you. We're going we gonna to tap back in so we can finish this conversation. But uh, peace, love, and light to the family. Thank you for everybody for tapping in, man. podcast family thank you for always uh tap tap tapping in you know we here we got to speak about the things that got to be spoken about so you know i catch y'all down the road i love y'all and keep tapping into the richie moon show catch y'all down the road